yeah, it's a story of victory. Actually, when I think about it and I see six people, I always feel like I need to share with them my story. So that because it's a story of hope. Sometimes some diseases we get into. It's not that we die because we are sick. We die because we lose hope. If this is your first time here, welcome to the Human Interest Podcast. I'm glad you're here. This is a weekly podcast where we get to hear stories about people, why they do what they do, and about life, successes, losses, challenges, and lessons. Kindly backtrack to my first episode if you want to know more about me and the podcast. If you are returning for another episode, thank you for following me on this beautiful journey of storytelling. I am glad you're here. Today I was going to tell you about Beatrice Muteru, the veteran baker and owner of Joy Bell's Cakes, who at 53 is one of the most enthusiastic and passionate bakers I have ever met. hear about her worst experience in her career as a baker. Interestingly, it involves her own brother's wedding, her zeal to ensure she made her brother the best and biggest cake ever, and a resulting accident that saw her dreams crush behind her, quite literally. That brother of mine is called Maurice, mm-hmm. and his sweet wife Maureen, my sister, I love them very much. Mm-hmm. And they know it. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened, I went and set their cake very well, and it was a beautiful big cake. You remember this cake? I had done it excessively big, mm-hmm. because it's my own brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. Now, I set it up. I wanted it to look like that one of a prince oh. and a queen. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I think because of the place where we were setting it up, it was not flat enough. The table was not flat. Mm-hmm. It was dancing a little bit, but the person on the ground encouraged me and told me there's nothing that can happen. And boy, I set the cake, and by the time I turned now to go and sit, the cake followed me. Oh, no. And I had people screaming behind me. Oh, no. That is the day I thought I should die. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> And then somebody, a friend of my ba- my brother, because it was during photo session, you know, people has, have left church now, they have gone out to take photos. A friend of his calls him to tell him, hey, Morris, you don't have a cake. Um, cake to Naikuli Achim. We are eating the cake from the floor. <laughs> I tell you, it was, it was horror. For me, it was horror. It has never happened to me again, and I really, up to today, I don't know why it happened for my brother. What did your brother my, say? My brother didn't even know because by the time he came back, I had really distracted it and it was okay. It was standing straight. But of course, it had some few dents. Yeah. There's uh, some pieces, of course, that had to be put away now. It 
because they had been murdered and tainted so badly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that I had a lot of cake. Even the pre-cut was so much more than people could handle. But it's it's it really annoyed me after oh. today. When was this? Ah, so my brother celebrated like. I think they did their 15th anniversary sometime this year, early this year. Oh. Mm, a long time. Um, but every time we remember that wedding, we just remember that and laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that. It's good it didn't happen to anybody else. I know. Another customer, they would just, I don't know, they would sue me. Her journey as a baker is a textbook dream come true story. Starting from an early age where she did not know the difference between fondant pearls or beads that are used as cake decoration and which are edible and actual pearls, which obviously aren't edible. So this one time, and this is really funny, she proceeded to use money given to her by her father to buy an actual pearl necklace which she broke and used to decorate a wedding cake for one of her neighbors in her village. I tell you, never seen such a beautiful cake according to my innocent eyes. But now, did, did, did people yeah. eat? No, that's a story of another day because I didn't go to the wedding. I don't know. <laughs> But I imagine they would remove them. Yes. <laughs> now that's what passion does to you. I, however, will tell you about this Beatrice in next week's episode. In this week's episode, we go back in time to 1987. Beatrice was 22. The chapter in her life book then read Despair. When I was pregnant with my baby, I used to cough and I didn't know I had developed TB until after the baby was born, that's when they discovered, and by that time, it had developed also to a very terrible thing, cirrhosis. Was this after we met? When you felt sick? No, 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 long before. It's about, about 30 years ago. I had just given birth to my firstborn, who I never brought up. Baby was brought up by my parents because I could not even handle a baby. And for about four years, I was just not myself. I had to learn to walk again. I was once a wasted girl. I was, I went down up to 30 kg and I was a mother of someone. But uh, I had the will and I used to pray and say that I will live again and I will do what I like doing best. I really would look to God to heal me so that I can take care of my baby. Was there a time when you thought that, oh my God, like there is no turning back from this? Did yes. you give up at some point? 
Yes, because actually even the doctors were not talking. The doctor who was seeing me that time even had the time to cancel me and to tell me that um, Diva doesn't get healed. And I should just accept. And actually, at one time, uh, it was like I was meant to accept it. And uh, my husband was also cancelled to accept it and try to bear with the situation and move on. But I refused. This is my victory story, Beatrice tells me, in between giggles, in a fruity, seemingly fulfilled voice. A happy sigh. A, you see, you see, I never gave up the fight and I did it, kind of voice. I'm a, I'm a mother of three. I have two boys. I have one girl. Yes. I've got one year old. I said it's going to talk 31 this year. I have a 26 year old girl and I have a 22 yeah, oh boy. Oh, this is great. They are all adults. Yes, all adults. They've all left this. this. Yes, and the doctor thought I could not manage. And uh, I managed. I had even been questioned not to have any more babies. Questioned not to have babies. But here I am with my three children. why when we talked this particular sunny Sunday morning, she mentioned that she was on her way to Kiambu District Hospital. Now, Kiambu District Hospital is a government health centre that's about 17 kilometres from Kenya's capital, Nairobi. So we are going to Kiambu Hospital just to pray with the patients over lunch hour and to give them gifts. Beatrice is part of a group of about 150 church women who form part of a guild that focuses on serving, praying, and fellowship. One of the many ways she gives back, spreads hope, encourages, and motivates. A commitment she tries to fulfill consistently, come rain or shine. Today I'm feeling pretty bad. Actually, I have a very serious backache. Maybe because of hours on standing up during my work. Mm. But I really felt I could be left behind to go to this mission. I want to put a smile to somebody today who is maybe sick. The God who healed me, I want to share that to others that God healed. Napoleon Hill said it. Victory is always possible for the person who refuses to stop fighting. Let's talk about Beatrice some more next week and how she risked it all just so she could share sweetness, smiles and satisfaction one cake at a time. This is next week. But before I go, just a quick reminder that if you want to share your story with me, send an email to thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. That's thehumaninterestpodcast at gmail.com. Until next week, this is the Human Interest Podcast with Evelyn Omboy. <laughs>